back to another daily walk. Well, today I want to spend a little bit of time just kind of talking about the kind of that mark of that real believer. And uh, this actually came from the, the challenge and the summary notes of the message today at the conference I'm at. Uh, so it is, a, it is a Bible conference, a Christian writers conference. And uh, we had an excellent message today um, by, a, uh, by a gentleman who's a literary agent and uh, a lot of experience in, in church plants as well. And the overall principle of his message I wanted to expound on a little bit. When we're discussing like going through challenges, we all have problems in life. And when challenges come up, what are the things you do? What's the first thing you do? Is the first response you have to any form of challenge to run off and try and solve it or to talk to friends or talk to other people about it? maybe even talk to your pastor about it, or is your very first response to go directly and talk to the Lord about it? This is a challenge, and it's a challenge for me, as it likely is a challenge for everyone else out there. Uh, because we tend to, uh, as humans, we tend to go out and try and figure out how we can uh, how we can solve the problems of the world, particularly men are problematic with this. We, we want to solve all the problems. We want to fix everything that's broken in the world. And the challenge is, sometimes it's not that we can fix it or not fix it. Sometimes the obedience is that we go and bring something to Christ. It's like that whole idea. Let me, we talked a few weeks ago about salvation. If, if God chooses the elect, why do we bother preaching? You know, the summarized answer, God said to. Hmm, easy enough, right? Well, the same thing happens with prayer, even though... God says, you know, God knows what we need. We still need to bring it to the Lord in prayer. God knows everything. In fact, this was something my, um, from camp last week as well. God knows everything we need. Why then do we pray to him? To illustrate our dependence, to illustrate our obedience, and to illustrate the fact that we want to humble ourselves before God. So the first principle of his challenge to us today was, do we see prayer as a first option, not as a last resort? You've exhausted all of your issues. You've gone through. You have, you have prayed. Uh, or you have done. You have done every bit of work, and then finally, you're like, oh, I'm gonna, let's just let's just pray to God. Last resort. God, you're it. Help me, Obi Wan Jesus. You're my only hope. Um, no, we have to go to Christ first. We have to bring everything to prayer first, and then we act. This is how we demonstrate that we are being obedient, submissive, and humble before our God. Now, do we see God as our true source, and are we aware of our own limitations? Do we recognize that all of the opportunities that we have come from God? See, this is a neat thing here I'll mention. Um, uh, just how I, I got to teaching at this conference because I was here a couple years and it was like, man, this is really good and I think I might actually have something to offer. Literally, I had talked to a uh, a publishing consultant uh, who was in a mastermind group and I was asking you, how do you get on to these writers conferences? And she's like, well, this is a form letter. So after coming back, this is last year, I'm walking back on the path back to this campground where I'm at right now. And I prayed and I said, God, I think I have something to offer. I would like to teach here next year. 
and I come up and I am, you know, as Nehemiah says, right? We pray to our God and we posted a guard. Well, I prayed to my God and then I started working on that form letter. And I get in there and the director of the conference that following morning just comes over. I hear you have a lot to offer. Would you like to teach next year? Prayer works, guys. Prayer works. But I actually saw that as God being aware of the opportunity. So as I'm here out on faculty this year, I am humbled with the fact that it is God who put me here. And before every session, I am committing to pray and to say, God, I want to bless other people here. You put me in this position for this reason. I recognize God is the true source. And I also recognize my own limitations. There's questions I'm asked I don't know the answer to. Let's find out together. There's a few things I still need to look up for some people uh, as well. I already took care of a few of them, but there's a few more. The final point that he mentioned to us is um, do we, as we get involved in the argument, as we get involved in, in discussing and debating things, whether it's politics or whether it's a pride movement or whether it's science or creationism versus evolution, when we're involved in all these things, do we use human reasoning first? Do we dive to the scientific facts? Do we delve into it? Or is the very first thing we see going into any issue the scripture? In other words, is the scripture the foundation for our life? Or are we using scripture as the little plaster to put the human reasoning house together? And that is a house of cards. We must do the foundation first. I think back to the book, uh, the parody book that I have, which is The Art of Shallow Neighboring. It is a parody book that was written because I got frustrated that every major allegedly sound church in our town was pushing their whole congregation through this book. And the book offended me, not in a godly way, not that the final thesis was necessarily incorrect, but the fact that they were utilizing all forms of human logic and throwing in a few Bible verses that might have sounded right. In reality, only like, I think it was three or five of the 12, yes, count them 12 in the whole book, uh, verses were actually in context. Very few, less than half of the scripture they used. And that is why I look at that book and go, I was justified in the parody that I wrote. Because my main point is that scripture needs to be the foundation, even if it doesn't explicitly teach the point we would like to bring. And that's really the important principle that we keep in mind. So as we are living out our life, are we seeing the foundation as scripture and building everything else upon that foundation of scripture? Or are we looking at it and doing all sorts of human logic and human reason and human science and human history and human archaeology and just mortaring it together with a few pre-selected Bible verses in order to make a point? We have to sit on scripture as our only foundation. So that's what we're going to leave you with here today. Have a look over the website, rwalkingchrist.com. Sign up on the newsletter there. And um, we'll be sending one of those out here probably in the next couple of weeks. Give me a week or two of rest after the camp and then the conference. And uh, we will be back and uh, probably will not be back to the uh, Amos study until next week. I just don't want to have that on my plate with everything else I need to take care of here. So with that, thank you for watching, everybody. And I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. 
For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. <laughs>